0: You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Make no more excuses. I can't. As well. Again, my subject is coming from verse 14. Notice what Jesus said. Leave them alone. I want to teach from the subject this morning. Know who to leave alone. I want to teach from the subject. Know who to leave alone. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you got to know who to leave alone. Look at one more person, tell him, uh oh, You better know who to leave alone. And let's give God a big hand of praise this morning. No who to leave alone. Woo! I'm loving that subject. I'm loving that subject. No. No. Who to leave alone. You got to know who to leave alone or let be on your job. You got to know how to work with people. Get the job done. But when the job ends, so do our associations. You got to know how to leave folk alone, even though you are some kin to them. When it comes to certain people, they could be farther alone in life if they would cut off some of their kinfolk. See, so you got patty cakes on that Because a lot of folk in the church, they believe this thing about blood being thicker than water. I don't know, never weighed it out. But I'm not going to let anybody mess me up. You don't get the right to mess me up in life just because we have the same last name. No, 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 that don't give you the right To try to pull me down because you down. See, you got to know who to leave alone in your own family. Hold on. Am I telling you not to go to the family reunion? No. But there are certain people at the family reunion. You don't want to spend all your time around them because their conversation is basically going to be junk or trash. Nothing uplifting. Woo! Now this is what's going to get you. There are people in the church that you have to leave alone. Because they don't come to church for the right reasons. They didn't come to get the word. They came to get their gossip. They came to see what's going on that's not right. And sadly, there are people who are closely connected to other folk in church, in other churches, not for the benefit of a good friendship, but that they may gossip about what's going on in the churches. In other words, they got a little buddy up the road that, that tells them all the, all the tea that's getting spilled. Up there, and then they inform them of everything that's happening down here, but see you have to learn when people keep asking you questions that's basically none of their business you you, you got to learn how to cut them people off because all they want to talk about is negative things y'all listen to me that don't Concern them. And so sometimes you'll wonder, I didn't know that so-and-so and and -and so-and-so were so tight. What do they have in common? They're both trash cans. They love to allow people to dump trash into them. That's what they are. But they appear to be so innocent. Y'all ain't going to get mad and leave, right? Because it's going to be noticeable. As a young person, you have to know how to be on the same team with a person. Share common things in the locker room about the playbook and how we can win this game. But as soon as the game is over, you want to know that I'm going to leave them alone. You need a ride home? No, not with y'all. Not going where y'all want to go. You have to know how to do this in school system. You have to be able to pick up on without your mama telling you that's a person that means you know no good. Because like it or not, when you reach a certain age, it ain't good to keep telling your friend, my mama don't want me hanging with y'all. You're too old for that. Speak up for yourself. Y'all know I'm right about it. Know who to leave alone. Let me give you three definitions for, for what it means to know. Because we know this word is coming from having knowledge. And according to Hosea 4 and 6, God himself said, my people are destroyed. For a lack of knowledge because you reject knowledge, God said, I'm going to reject you. And see, there's a lot of people who believe that the first five books of the Bible is knowledge. But let me tell you something, all 66 books are knowledge. It is divine knowledge or knowledge that comes from God. When I tell us this morning, know who to leave alone. Number one, I'm saying that we need to be well informed. You don't need to be hanging with people and you don't know nothing about them. Not the way you, you need to, to know. And, and can I throw something in? Because see, some of us not only hang with people that we shouldn't be hanging with, but then we, we tell them our business or tell them things that's going on with us That you shouldn't be sharing with that person. Because they're not for you like that. Y'all know that's the truth. You got to find something else to talk about on your break. Besides your bad marriage. Because this person is not for you like that. Come on. And see when they see your husband they going to see a man that you done told them is not happy being with you. When it comes to being close to people, you have to be well informed who you hanging with. You have to be well informed. And nobody can give us knowledge like God. God will let you know if you will listen who you need to connect with just like he did in the main text. He'll also allow you to know who you need to leave alone. God ain't going to tell nobody to leave somebody else alone. I just read it to you. You better wake up this morning. I just read it to you. God want his people well Informed. Number two, this knowledge of this knowing has to do with awareness. We need to be aware, not just of things, but we need to be aware of people. We need to have an awareness. Whenever you go to a place, wherever that place may be, you you, you need to have an awareness for where you are. You need to have an awareness for the type of people that you're surrounded around. See that, that's what you call being wise. Because when you have awareness about people who are around you, it can often let you know what you need to say and what you don't need to say. Simply because I have awareness about my My surroundings. This is some important stuff right here that we sometimes as saints overlook. No, you need knowledge. You need to be aware of certain things. Even when certain people say certain stuff, you need to be aware of why they're saying what they're saying. Why are they bringing it to you out of all people? Why you? Why didn't they call somebody else in the family and talk about it? Why why did they choose you? And then finally, you need discernment. We need the ability to discern. I hope y'all really get this. Who people are past what they say. Some of us, our discernment goes no further than what people say. You know I love you. Oh she loved me. She, she got my back. Why? Because she said. You don't find out in life. Some of the people who claim they love you so much. Are the very ones that's trying to hurt you. Let's get into the meat of it. Y'all going to be able to handle this message. If you take a note, understand that you can't walk in the truth. Hanging with people who hate the truth. You can't walk in the truth. Hanging with people who hate the truth. Remember what... uh I believe what Jesus himself said in John 8 and 32. He said, you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. See, you'll get delivered walking in truth. You can come off of jobs walking in the truth. You can stop being an alcoholic by walking in the truth. But if God frees you, you're not going to stay free if you get back to hanging with people. Oh, Lord, who don't value the truth the way you do. I don't need to be tight with nobody who don't value the truth the way I do. Listen, because it is God's truth. That has made me what I am today. Not my intelligence. Oh, come on somebody. I said not my own intelligence. It was not by my power. It was not by my might. The reason I'm prospering the way that I am right now is his truth. It's his truth. It's just truth. Can I be honest with y'all? I'm living the best I have ever lived. You don't have to clap for me. But, but I'm living the, I'm living my best life with a promise or a guarantee that better is still coming and bigger is still coming. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody right now. you living your best life, but God ain't done with you. God ain't finished with you. God ain't took his hands off of you. There's yet more coming your way. Oh, I wish somebody that believed that would give God a praise right now. He's been loading you down with blessing, with benefits, but He telling me to let somebody know there is yet more on the way. Oh yeah, Lord, I'll say it. There's a whole lot more on the way. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has entered into the heart of man the thing which God has prepared for those who love Him. Be seated. No way I'm going to put all that in jeopardy because I'm hanging with the wrong people. Old folk used to tell us back in the day, some of you say stuff like, you can't complain about fleas <laughs> if you're running with dogs. Somebody done heard that. And I ain't calling you a dog. But what that is trying to say to us is that the company we keep matters. company we keep. Now see, we're going to be forced because of this message to examine who we hang with. To examine who you are close to and listen, and why? Why? I know y'all tight, but why? And most of the time when we was in the world, we hung with people who we had things in common. This ain't a hard message to preach. Most of the men that I hung with, they chased women. And they didn't chase them to hold their hands. We chased them to get something. The whole crew did it. If you want about that, you know how we would look at you, why are you here tonight? See, we didn't go to the club just to dance. I want a big dancer anyway. I sit back and watch God dance with women that he don't know I'm trying to leave with her. Not to dance. Woo! Y'all know when you do that, make me want to just stay there. Most of us that were strung out on drugs. You didn't hang with people when you got your pipe out, they going to start Bible study and preach it. You look at them like they crazy. You ready to hit this. You ready to pass that thing. Oh, this right. This right right here. There were five of y'all doing that, and then one person like, ooh, ooh, get out of here. Ooh, let, let, y'all know that, tell- ooh, don't mess up my high. <laughs> Nothing has changed. You hang with who you hang with now because you have things in common there's a commonality that keeps you tight. There's a reason that bond is strong. Can I teach it right? And see, we live in a time where great emphasis is put on making connections. Growing your connections and staying connected. I'm gonna say That's the time that we live in where Well, making connections, growing connections, and staying connected is important. And, and, And see, let me tell you something. You don't have to physically be with a person to allow the company to be that which messes you up. Hold on for a minute. This is what's wrong with social media. You never met them, but you have connected with them through social media. See, 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 there's a reason why I believe that good can come out of the internet. This we know. But, but the Bible calls Satan the prince of the air. See, see one thing you got to distinguish about the devil and God is that the devil needs the Internet. Come on, come on. He needs the Internet to keep folk connected to the wrong people. He needs the Internet to influence people. Oh, I'm going to give you some revelation. Because, see, when it comes to the devil, despite what you have been taught, he can't be everywhere at the same time. So the way that the devil influences masses of people is through the air. This is the reason the media is one of Satan's biggest weapons. Because he can influence masses of people at one time. But see, God don't need to be like that. See, God has declared about himself that he is omnipresent. See, God is everywhere at the same time. And through the Holy Ghost, he connects his... Come on here, somebody. That means if you got the Holy Ghost, and I got the Holy Ghost, I could be going through something. Don't even have to call you. God will drop you in my spirit, and you will start praying for me 50 miles down the road. Come on, somebody. And most of the time when people, in our day and time, get messed up by people, a lot of it starts on social media. Come on, y'all. Sadly, if you take your note, sadly, some people have gotten deceived because of who they connected with. Come on. Sadly, some people have gotten messed up Because of who they connected with. And other people have gotten killed because of who they connected with. Let me take my time. There are people right now doing long stints in jail and prison. Not all, but some are primarily there because of who they connected who they started running with. See, it only takes one time to be in the wrong place with the wrong people. And nobody cares about what you didn't know that was going down. Only thing people concerned about is you was there. You was with them. Did y'all hear what I just said? People have gotten deceived. People have stopped believing the truth. And started believing other things. Because of who they started hanging with. Who they started talking to. The videos they started watching. And then they'll tell you stuff like, I no longer believe in Christianity. Christianity. You don't have to go to church. Uh Uh-oh. But Jesus established the church. Yeah, but I found out that Jesus is just a man. Uh Uh-oh. You've been hanging with the wrong folk. And don't act like that. Because some of the folk we hang with, they bold enough to challenge what you say you believe. I'm going to make some of you mad. And you don't do nothing about it. See, it comes a point where I I don't care who a person is to me. You can be my son, my daughter, my aunt. You're not going to keep talking about the God that I serve. And be welcome at my house. But see, some of you, you put up with it. You put up with junk like that. He come. And you know why he's there. He's not there to fellowship. He's not there because he loves you. He's there to throw off. On what he know you believe. L- listen, what you have laid your life down for. See, I don't play like that. This is my life. This is what I'm willing to die for. And I ain't got time for nobody who don't believe the same. Me and you just not gonna be as close as we used to be. We're not gonna see each other as often, and you can talk about me till Jesus comes, about how wrong I am, about how i did denied my family and how I don't come around my family. But I'm gonna preach the truth some in my family. I hear y'all, I hear you smart Alex. Well how you gonna win them if you don't ever go around them? Don't you hear the title? There are some folk that you ain't meant to win. That's a trick of the enemy to put you in a place you ain't supposed to be by making you think you should win them, that you can help them. See, 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 see. listen. Good gracious. That was a thing happened in, 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 that, that, that's happening or did happen. Well, preacher, I'm not going to call his name. Start going against the existence of hell. Didn't believe in hell no more. Started believing in the gospel of inclusion. Which means when we die, we all go to heaven. And that there is no hell. That's blaspheming. One of the reasons we know about hell is because Jesus made us aware of it or gave us knowledge about it. This man died. And you have false preachers who are blasting people for not honoring him. But let me tell you something. Paul said, if any man, even if an angel come from heaven preaching any other gospel than what you have received, let him be a curse. I'm going to drop a strong one on you. When you know people have blasphemed, leave them. Are y'all with me? Leave them alone. Number one, don't focus on them. And see, some of you got you got relatives that are blaspheming. You need to get saved and get the Holy Ghost. And they used to be saved and used to have the Holy Ghost, and now they speak against the Holy Ghost. They talk about there's no such thing as the Holy Ghost. He is not real. See, the Bible said that there is, listen to the truth. There is no forgiveness for a person who blasphemes the Holy Ghost. You don't have a prayer for somebody who blasphemed the Holy Ghost. You don't have awe for somebody who blasphemed the Holy Ghost. There is no forgiveness in this life or the life to come. That's the reason I stay clear of certain people. Well, you know, pastor don't like so-and-so. It ain't got nothing to do with about liking. I know what they done did. And they can't be saved. So I leave them alone. Don't focus on them. Number two, don't pay them any attention. Don't respond to them. Finally, don't debate them. Sometimes we're debating people who don't even want to be saved. You're arguing with people who don't want your Jesus. Stop it. Look at 1 Corinthians. Y'all going to hang in here. Ooh. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. Cause when you hang with people, if you're not careful, you start picking up they, they lingo, they way of talking, they, they way of saying things that seem innocent, but it ain't innocent cause it goes against the truth. You know, they got this crazy stuff now for people who work and say, say a man is working with a woman and they kind of close in their relationship as far as what they have to do, this, that, that. Some of y'all already know where I'm going. You got all crazy folks about, yeah, that's my work wife. Show it to me in the Bible. I'm going to tell you what that is that y'all are doing. It's an inappropriate relationship. That's what it is. Man, I talk to her better than I do my own. Why, you a fool. Such thing is no work. Why? If Donna come telling me she got a work husband, I'm going to inform her that she just lost a real husband cause I'm gone But see when you hang with people, y'all know I'm telling you, you pick up things. You start talking like they talk. Where you get that at? Oh, oh man, that that just talked me and my boy, say me and my boy. So you still hang with them boys, huh? 1 Corinthians 15, 33. I gotta speed up. Woo! Sometime when they get kind of touchy in here, I just say, woo. I just help myself just to say, woo. When you get to feeling things. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. And don't tell your relatives, your co workers, or even church folk, you know, I'm gonna have to stop calling you capacity pastor. He told me. He told me don't, I don't need to be hanging with you. Pastor he told you that. You're a liar. That's for you to discern. I ain't babysitting nobody in here. Amen. Even if I see you with the wrong people. I ain't going to say nothing to you. And you grown? But, but when your little self get in trouble, I'm going to know why you're in the trouble you're in. I'm going to know why you, you won't cut certain people loose. And see, some of you is saying you won't cut people loose that you need to cut loose because you know they're going to talk about you. But see, what you don't re- recognize when you ain't there, guess what they're doing? they talking about you. Here she come. Look at her. Ain't no more say than I don't know what. Need to stop doing all that playing in church. Do not be deceived. Evil company. Corrupt. Good habits. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts, ruins good habits. Mm, mm, mm. Why you don't come to church no more? So, so like you used to. The pastor, you know my husband, he don't really like coming all the time. That's him. That ain't gotta be you. Come on, that don't have to be you. When you stand before God, your husband won't stand with you. Do realize that. You ain't gonna tell God, Lord, I, I became unfaithful because He he he, he just He just won't stay at home, so I just I just stayed at home with Him. See, the Lord may tell you go to hell with Him. What am I telling you? You don't miss God for nobody. See, now I'm wondering, have I offended somebody? Go to Matthew 15. But guess what? It don't matter. And I made the mistake, as y'all turn back to Matthew 15, that Jesus didn't make actually listen to people trying to tell me why folk was offended. I ain't listening no more. Pastor, I just want to let you know. What you what you want to let me know? Well, have some folk. I don't want to hear it. You got to know me by now. That when I say certain things, I ain't ever said nothing to put anybody down, just flat out put you down, criticize you, low rate you, look down on you. If you believe in that, you're a fool for coming because that ain't me. But I'm going to tell the truth. And you're not going to hide by saying, what well, well, see, he at me. No. I'm going to tell the truth. And because I tell the truth. There are times that I know people didn't want to hear me tell the truth. And I was okay with them. I was okay with them. I was okay with them not asking me to do certain things. Because they know me. You put him up there. he going to tell the truth. It may be somebody out there. See, when I talk to y'all about certain things, again, regardless of what society may say, there's a difference between a man and a woman. A man is not a woman, and a woman is not a man. A woman can never be a man. A man can never be a woman. When folk look at you and say, that's a trans woman, that's a lie. That's a man. They come from the factory two-way, male and female. I told y'all the other day, I told women, I said, God created women to be motherly. A man don't need to try to be motherly. He needs to be a man. But now society wants to take the man, make him motherly, take the woman, make her the provider, and the breadwinner. I know some of it be tight. I may get throw me off Facebook. Throw me off. I ain't preaching for Facebook. For likes, for comments, for shares. I am preaching none of that because you're preaching the truth. See, see, let me tell you what God did. Now, y'all be see. Let, let me tell you what God did. What God did when it came to a woman. He wanted the woman to be such a nourisher, so motherly, that when it came to a newborn baby, he put food in mama. Y'all didn't hear me? I said he dropped food in mama. Put milk in mama's breasts. They call it liquid gold. That's how powerful, that's how healthy it is. That it ain't no public around, ain't there? All mama got to do, take that baby by the head, put her up to her breast, and he going to do what's natural. He gonna go to suck it. And let me tell you something. It's so good. Some of us brothers knew it too. It's so good. That his little eyes just, just roll back in his head. Like he ain't, like he ain't never had anything. Like he just get on that nipple and just, just. And you can just see his eyes just like, like somebody just shooting him with drugs or something. Ah eyes just falling. So, so what they did was, and if you did it, I ain't knocking you. I'm just trying to show you something. Then they come out with this thing, telling me that if you want to bond with the baby the way mama bond, take off your shirt and lay the baby on your, hey, come on now. Why i am going to mess with that baby like that? When you lay that baby on anybody's chest, that baby looking for a breast. Come on, you ain't got to make me feminine to make me bond with my child. See, I'm going to use what God gave. Like God gave you that milk. He gave me this strength. Yeah. Pastor, how you going to bond with that baby? Toting that milk. Toting all them diaper, Toting that stroller. Toting that car seat to the car. Driving all that. See, I'm bonding with him. Come on. And then when he get about one or she get about one years old. See, I'm going to do my arm like this. And say, hey, come on over here and swing on. Swing on daddy's arm. They get up there just a swinging, I just be swinging them back and forth. Oh, they having so much fun that daddy, daddy. And they look at mama, mama say, don't, don't, I can't do what your daddy do. See me and we've been given strength. Don't, don't let these folk confuse you. Y'all know I'm right about it. Picking them up high places that mama can't put them. I'll take them and, and put them up there and let them hold on to something. Uh-huh. And They just are laughing. And see, I'm I'm bonding with them. Uh-huh. Don't get mad. I'm bonding with them. And they just lay down, down, pick them down. And see, and they look up at daddy like he's the strongest man in the world. <laughs> Ain't nothing daddy can't pick up. don't you tell for my daddy can pick that up. I think he's so strong. See, the world is confusing people. See, I want you all to know. I want you all to be well informed. Let's close this thing. Matthew 15. Now they came to Jesus and they said, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? Jesus, do you know they was upset with you? They was annoyed with you. They was displeased with you. And sometime when you stand on the truth, people are going to be upset with you. They're going to be annoyed with you. They're going to be displeased with you. Notice Matthew 11. Just, just flip back to the 11th verse. I mean chapter 11. Excuse me. Y'all hanging here. I mean, I'm in the clothes. Woo, y'all doing good though. Matthew eleven five 5 and 6. Because see, if you're going to stay in the truth, it's going to take solid food. For you to understand, when the world ostracizes you, when the world criticizes you, you're going to be okay being you. You're going to be okay being a Christian. I'm not running from a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm Christ-like. I strive every day to be Christ-like. Listen, and I'm not ashamed of that. Christ-like at my home. I'm Christ-like in public. I'm Christ-like at the church. You ain't just Christ-like at church. If you ain't Christ-like on your job, you ain't Christian. You ain't Christian. I told y'all 10 years ago that there was coming a time that the most hated religion, and by religion I'm just saying that which believes in God, the most hated was going to be Christianity. We're gonna be an outcast. And we move into that. Why? Because we won't line up and believe certain things. But what do I teach y'all? You don't stop loving people because of what they choose to be. But you don't go along with things that violate the scriptures. Don't let people put you in that type position. Well, mama, you know I'm gay. And see, they stole that word. Make me mad every time I think about it. Gay means happy. Mama, you know I'm homosexual. So if you, if you stay at that church, the way your pastor preached, then you deny me as your daughter. Do- you, you, you hating me, mama. You throwing me. No, you you're not, no, you're not. Woo! No, you're not. Cause people will try to pit you like that. No, I'm gonna stand on the truth. If my brother homosexual, he need to get saved. Come on. And I had a brother who practiced homosexuality. Come on. Didn't, didn't ever go along with it. Thank God he had time to truly repent and get himself together. Not ashamed of him. Not ashamed to own him as being my brother though he did things he shouldn't have done. You're not going to stop me from preaching the truth because you say, well, his brother was like that. I still got to tell the truth. I still got to preach the word. Come on, somebody. Loved him, but did at times did not love the things that he did. Come on, that's how we got to be. We're not these hate bashers that folk think. But see, they're going to turn Christianity into a hate group. When you speak against certain things, they're going to label you as a hate group. I don't know what they're going to do with me. Matthew 11. Listen to me now because I'm, I'm dropping some good stuff. We're we going to be out. Matthew 11 and 5. Notice what Jesus said. This is a word he said to John. Matthew 11 and 5. He said, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. This is why I want you to see. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. You gotta know, you you gotta know who to leave alone. See, if people are offended by Jesus, you're a disciple of Jesus. You're a servant of Jesus. How do you hate Jesus but love me who serves Jesus? Once people let you know that they hate your Jesus, they also hate you. That was a problem I had when it first started. I wanted one of the few preachers, go back, to preach against Black Lives Matter when it first started. Had folks leave the church, get mad. He black and don't support a black movement. That ain't got nothing to do with black people. That didn't have nothing to do with empowering black people, and it still doesn't. Started by three lesbians. The one person the Black Lives Matter hate more than anybody is your Jesus. And I preached about it from the beginning. The Holy Ghost told me one day. He said Black Lives Matter is not about black people. And when he told it to me, I started preaching. I started saying it. And folk were getting upset. Because see, some folk only in the church because they want you to be political. She so ain't no civil rights activist. No, come on. I'll stand for anybody that's right. If the white man is right, I'm going to stand for the white man. If the red man is right, I'm going to stand with the red man. I'm not going to stand with the black man if the black man wrong. Because I happen to be. Listen, I'm closing. They said, do you know it, Jesus? Do you know they're mad at you for what you're saying? He not only knew it, but he didn't care. We better get there. Pastor, I not only know they dislike me, I know why they dislike me, and I don't care. See, if you're going to be disliked, Be disliked for the right reason. If anybody today hate my preaching, my teaching, and they hate me for it, they don't really have a problem with me. They got a problem with God, and they got a serious problem with his word. Because I know there are some folk in here right now, and I say this humbly, you own your way, to hell. Don't listen to people. And even sometimes it's, you go to funerals. Person that live their whole life, want nothing to do with God. Even on their deathbed, still reject. And let me tell you something too. You don't wait till your deathbed. You don't know where your mind gonna be when in your last few moments. And you can repent and God can refuse to hear you. But at some of these funerals, the first thing they do is they take a person like that. And I'm not saying you need to put them in hell or heaven necessary. But don't put a person in heaven who everybody in the congregation know lived their whole life like the devil and was proud of it. What do you tell the sinner who's listening to you? You tell him that he's all right the way that he is. And he is not. Somebody could die next week. Unsaved. And the only thing God going to bring to my remembrance is I brought him in there last Sunday. The only thing you was doing was telling jokes and trying to be everybody's favorite preacher. See, that person's blood could be on my hand because I didn't speak what God gave me. But see, now I'm speaking it. Know who to leave alone. Because there are some, if you don't stop hanging with certain people, not only are you going to die in your sins, but you're going to realize all you heard your entire life was the truth. And you're going to lift your eyes in hell. Hell is a real place. That the Bible say enlarges itself every day to receive the souls that are coming. Don't play with your soul. If you gotta cut a person off to Leo say, cut them off. Cut them off. If you gotta walk away from something to Leo say, walk away from it. Come on somebody. He said leave them alone. Notice why Jesus wanted them left alone. I got two scriptures and then I'm done. I got two scriptures and then I'm done. Remember what he said? He said leave them alone. Look at Matthew 15 before I go to the last two scriptures and be done. To impart another word. Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted, will be what? Will be what? Let them alone. They blind leaders of the blind. If the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. I want to give you two things that blind means. Because the last two scriptures are going to be important. Two things that blind means. Number one, it means confused. Blind people are confused in the text. They represent people who are confused. What did God say to his church? He said, I'm not the author of what? Confusion. Leave people alone who their life is one bit confusion. And they trying to drag you into confusion. Sister, if you hanging with women who like other women and you're battling that. No, I don't want the oohs and ahs when I preach about homosexuality. I don't need it. It's too real now. It's too real now. And nobody's being thrown off on here. It's too real. People dying going to hell. It's an agenda to get people to be this way. See, when I grew up, homosexuals have been around <laughs> since the beginning of time. Come on. But when we grew up, you hear that sort of thing. That's when you hear the term they they coming out the closet because that's what they was out of shame. But nowadays, people become homosexuals because of the world's agenda to push them that way. That's when I'm always saying things that get me in trouble with people. That's an agenda. When skinny jeans came out, I knew this is an agenda. Men in them tight jeans can't move. What? Come on. Now you got men wearing makeup. Come on. Men paint their fingernails. And want you to say it's all right. What you going to do if a brother painted nails on, in your church and he on the praise team? That's his last day on the praise team. Soon as he grabbed them mic and I see them nail blinging. For a person I'm going to, a Brother Rodney, so to me, I'm saying, how in the world did that happen? I'm liable to come out here and just cut service. <laughs> cut it. I'll preach. But see, I see things that are, that it's an agenda. Take women, make them masculine. But see, notice what Jesus said. <laughs> Number two, they're foolish. The blind are confused and the blind are, are foolish. Mm, mm, mm. Proverbs 2. Preachers going to give an account. Don't worry. The Mike Todd's of the world going to bust hell wide open. Or- he don't repent. I'm telling you right now. What's this other? One? William Murphy? See, more should have been done about this stuff years ago. When you had these men in church acting like women. But see, they can sing. They gifted. See when I'm listening to a preacher and he a man, tight clothes on, shirt unbuttoned down to his chest, flopping around the pulpit. On, yeah. So when you call it out, oh, you judge it! you judge it! you can judge what's wrong. It's gonna cause me to stand here and do what I gotta do. Proverb 2. Y'all know I don't call names often, but I'm telling you, we got we got a problem in the church. Folk messing up people and people listening to them. And some of these folk, y'all gotta understand, these, these are not preachers. As you see preacher in the Bible, these are not pastors. Jamal Bryant and them, they're not pastors. I asked the Holy Spirit, what are these folks? What are they? They're agents of confusion. They're set in a pulpit to keep the masses confused. Because see, the average person is like this. If my pastor doing it, It's okay for me to do it. See, I pray y'all been taught enough truth that if I come up here twisted, shirt unbuttoned, I pray some of you would just get up then and just be like, hey, got to find a church. Some of you going to sit right there. That's what I'm talking about. He done finally came on over. Now, this is the past I've been wanting to see. See, because a lot of times you got people in the congregation, they want to do it. They just want somebody out front. That they can say, hey, he do it. Same way with girlfriends. Law pastor pastors got, got <laughs> y'all got legal, got children by other women in the congregation. Church folk know it. You mean he that gifted. That you know his wife on the front row and two girlfriends on the fifth row. And you still there listening to him. If that ain't the blind leading the blind. Y'all know I don't have no girlfriend. One way you know it because I live holy. Other way you know it because Donald's still sitting in that seat. She ain't gonna sit on the second row. Trust me. Proverb 2 And I'm gonna be up here scarred up. <laughs> Y'all don't know something wrong. First lady ain't here. She missed a Sunday and I don't know when. And passed up it to my. Yeah, go <laughs> y'all, uh, don't y'all, I fail, y'all. I just fail. <laughs> Some of y'all be like, oh, oh, something going on. <laughs> Proverb 2. But I'm saying this to help y'all. Proverb 2 and I got one more script and I'm gonna let it go. I ain't done, but we gonna, we gonna stop. Proverb 2 and 22. But the wicked will be cut off from the earth and the unfaithful will be uprooted from it. What am I saying? These folk who we know are living ungodly lives, they are wolves in sheep clothing. Sometimes you gotta leave them. Because God has promised in the right time he's going to uproot them. So don't you backslide because you think somebody who's unfaithful living a better life than you do. No, no. They're coming the day when you're going to see that person being uprooted. You remember what? I believe it was Jesus. One of the writers said, look, let the wheat and the tear grow up together. See, I can't tell God, Lord, take them off Facebook. Take them off YouTube. God, take away their platform. They got more people following them, Lord, preaching false than I than I do, and I'm preaching your truth. Doesn't matter. He said, let them grow up how? Together. And see, that's what church folk don't understand in the church. It ain't enough to come to church and play church because we're growing up together, but there's coming a day when the Lion of Judah is going to separate his sheep from goats. That day coming. That day coming. Maybe a hundred years. That day come Maybe a thousand years. The day is coming where God is going to say to people, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord, but He gonna look at those pretenders. He gonna look at those weeds. He gonna look at those that's unfaithful. It's what you gonna hear Him say to you all your days in church. Depart from Me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew you. But Lord, we prayed for people. We we fed people. I never knew you. Know who to leave alone. Nobody is worth going to hell for. Nobody. Let's close in Proverbs 13. I thank you all. I will applaud you when I'm finished. Because y'all are a wonderful congregation. Proverbs 13. I mean that to take this type teaching. verse 13, know who to leave alone. 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 Cut them off. Brother, you can't be the man God wants you to be. You cannot get delivered until you cut certain people off. Let me show you in the end. Know who to leave alone, but let me show you biblically who you need to connect with. I'm Show you who, who we who we need to connect with. Proverbs thirteen. And believe it or not, I ain't just preaching y'all. I'm preaching myself first. They're preachers. They're pastors. I don't fool with them. I don't fool with them. I'm not going to be out here just preaching truth, standing on truth. But I'm over here hanging with old hypocritical preacher. I'm not going to do it. Proverbs 13, we done. We done. Know who to leave alone. This message personal for each, each and every one. Know who to leave alone. Know who to leave alone. To leave alone. Some folks you won't necessarily have to just. Leave them alone if they, if they understand that, hey, certain conversations ain't going to be had. And if you can honor that, I'll be here. We can do this. We can do that. So, but, but if you can't honor that, that's it. I don't care who you. I don't care who you. If Donna don't want to live, say no more. If she feel like this way, it's just hard. Unbearing, she want to go back to the world. She going by herself. I'm standing God. I'm gonna plead with her to repent. Don't do it, don't. But if her mind made up, and it's a divorce coming, I'm gonna tell you right now it's a divorce coming. The wages of sin is what death. I married her on a condition of death do us part. She turned back to practice and sin. That's death. I pray she'd be the same way. I pray, Donna, you wouldn't go back with me to my mess. As good as God been to you. I pray you don't be one of them dumb women. I, I got to follow my man. I pray Donna had a strength to say, oh, no. Mm Mm-mm, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. That's how serious this word is. Proverbs 13, 20, because many in the church have did just that. Left God because their spouse left God. The other woman left this church just because her husband left right, and she knew. She knew how evil this man was. She knew it. And called and said she leaving because he don't want her at the church. Listen to me, at this church. And I knew, I said, that woman is going to go to hell for that man. Stop doing what God called her to do, got out of her godly purpose. See, what some women are do for a man. Proverbs 13, 20. it is silent up in here. One reason caught this word hidden. Another reason y'all read for me to quit. Proverbs 13, 20. I feel you. I feel you. Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with wise men will be what? Wise. Remember the blind lead the blind, they headed to a what? Ditch. But he who walks with wise men will be what? Wise. But the companion of fools will be destroyed. I want to walk, which means connect with wise men. Amen so that I can continue being wise. Let's give God a praise. pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.